we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. All right. Real fast, let me go to the text that I read to you. Last week we told you that it's important. We told you last week that it's important. Let me do this in 10 minutes. That uh, the text that we, we referenced last week, uh, Psalm 37, he says... Uh, Fret not thyself. The word fret there means to make hot. It doesn't mean to panic. It means to make hot. In other words, to get angry. And he says, fret not thyself. When you run hot and get angry and act the fool, nobody did that too. That you did it to yourself. No one controls your anger but you. And there are too many of us that have made a fool of ourselves on the job, in the community, in the little clubs that we're in, because we got hot and everybody sees us act the fool. You are too anointed to not have control over your rage. To not have control over your temper. You just get mad too easy. Preach, Rev. And you know when you get mad, you don't think straight. And that's why the devil is doing things that cause you to get agitated. And, and, Something my father-in-law told me, never forget. He says, I don't like to apologize. So I think before I act. You didn't see that coming. I don't like to keep on saying, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And a lot of us, that's our life saying sorry. Why? Because we have no control. Preach that. And your lack of control has in the place of always apologizing and there are places that you can't go back in. I know a child of God that got so mad at one business that they stand up on top of the counter. Now they can't go back there and invite nobody to church. Some of y'all can't invite your co-worker to church because they wouldn't come. Because when you get mad, all kind of stuff is coming out of your mouth. You didn't cuss their ma and their children. And now you're telling them, I'm Bishop Denzel having convention. They ain't come with you. They mad at me because of how you live. Don't let me tell stories now. I got two stories. I get, I get some examples of people, people, co-worker calling me. I hear so-and-so's go to your church. Oh, God. What y'all preaching in there? True story. I just don't talk everything. I just be shame. Not of you, the person sitting next to you. Glory to God. But we got all this Holy Ghost. You are too anointed to not have control over your emotions. He says, fret not thyself. Now, watch this real fast. 
there is an instance where we are allowed to get hot. We should not be getting hot at people because the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But the problem is we are so busy getting mad at people, glory to God, that the devil is going around scot-free. The new covenant church has one enemy, the devil. People are not your enemy. Say that. People are not my enemy. If you could see them, touch them, go to work with them, drive with them, they are your enemy. There is no human on the earth that is your enemy. If they are, you are immature. That felt good coming on. I'm going to say it again. If there are humans that are your enemy, you are a child. Mature believers see beyond the individual and realize there's a plot of the devil. Many of us are wishing evil on people rather than wishing evil on the devil. I told you, I, I, there are certain things that we say, I, I don't like. The other day when that video was going around with this woman who was on the porch of somebody and like working, working witchcraft. Remember that some years back? And, and everybody was saying, suffer not a witch to die, to live. Suffer not a witch to live. That's a witch. She needs to die. I said, look at these mature children, these immature children. Preachers and bishops and revs and, and prophetess saying that, 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 that suffer not a witch to live. We don't kill people. We kill the blood of the devil. We want her delivered. When that person watched that, watched that witchcraft on my house, I told the story sometimes before. When they put the snake in my yard and cut the head off, I told the story all the time. And, and do the witchcraft, I prayed for their deliverance. I don't want them to go to hell. I don't wait for the devil. The devil wants people in hell. work for the devil. I, they work witchcraft on me. I want them delivered. Get out of that Old Testament thinking. That was a shadow to bring you into this hour, the truth of the Holy Ghost and the manifest Son of God that he says unto us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And because we're so busy fighting people, beloved, the devil get our mind tied up, get our money tied up, get our families tied up. Oh, by the way, happy Valentine. Get all these areas, got your little relationship tied up, every area of your life all tied up because you're so busy fighting people that the devil get all the time in the world to bind up your life. You wouldn't rebuke the devil, but you're cussing out your neighbor. You should call Rev for. Rev, how should, he, how, how should I handle this thing with my, my, with, my, with my cousin? No, you're cussing them out, but when the demons show up in your bedroom, you call in Rev. No, call me when, before you act the fool on the job. Mark chapter 4, put it on the screen for me, please. Mark chapter 4, glory to God. The Bible says something profound there in verse 30 something. Mark 4 and 30. What is it? See if you have it there. Is it up there yet? No? Mark 4, 39. This is a familiar passage of scripture. I've read this before. I've showed it to you before. I want you to see it again. Mark chapter 4, verse 39. They're out on the sea. 
They're in this boat. And a storm arose. Read the text, everybody. Mark 4.39, ready? Read. Uh-huh. Stop again. Stop again. Ready? Read it again. Ready? Read. One more time. The last time. Read it again. Read. The Bible says he arose and rebuked the sea. He rebuked the sea, right? What did he rebuke? Why are you rebuking the sea? Oh, your neighbor ain't see it. Watch this. If it were not for the wind, the sea would be calm. The problem is not the sea. The problem is the wind. We're so busy focusing on sea and don't realize it is the wind. Jesus, I said this in the first service, that the people in your life are no more evil than the money in your wallet. Is your money evil? Do you have any wicked money in your pocket? My money's safe. Sanctified. Filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. My money's speaking tongues. Watch this. God said this to me. I'm in meditation last night. He says, if money, can, if money is not evil, neither are people. What makes money evil is whose hand it's in. What makes people evil is whose hand they are in. Denzel, you're preaching good. And a lot of you are saying, can you please, Lord, give me that person's money so I can fix it. All of us who get money doing bad stuff, and your mind say, boy, if I had, and you're like, cook this, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And you praying, Lord, let me have them. If you give me their money, Lord, I'll do some things. And God says, if you give me that person, I can change the world. Let me give you a scenario again this morning. This is so good. I stop it now. The truth. Some right now. I told him this morning that if you could only see the gift of God that is in the people that have hurt you, you would pray for their deliverance and not their hurt. Some of y'all still praying for the devil to get your ex-boyfriend. You still speaking a curse over your ex-wife. There's a hush in the room. You want, the, you want their tongue cleaved to the roof of their mouth. Let their skin be taken over with worms. Lord God, let the fire from hell burn them. Burn fire upon them. God, that's where we are concerning those people. And God is saying, I told him this morning, could you imagine that person was so off the chain that they had four other girlfriends and convinced you that they was in love with you. 
They had you so convinced that you didn't buy, your, you, didn't, you didn't pick out the catalog number in Dave's bridal catalog. You didn't know the dress. You didn't call. See, they had your size. That per, you, man, they were so off the chain, you didn't find the price for reception for 20 people. Because we in a panorama, glory to God. So you didn't, get, you didn't get the price for the reception. You didn't know where you can do the wedding. That person got you so convinced that you are the one God kept for them. And then after all that, they walk out on you and break your heart. And all you saying is, Lord, get them. Lord, hurt them. Lord, it would be too good to kill them. Let them live long and make them suffer, Lord. For all the heartbreak and the pain they caused me, get them, get them, get them, get them, get them. Sick them, Lord. Sick them. Sick them, Lord. And the Lord is saying, could you imagine what would happen if they had that power of persuasion and they were filled with the Holy Ghost? Could you imagine the kind of lives they would change if they were saved? But our carnality is louder than our spirituality. And so we're speaking condemnation on human beings when they are as powerless as that money sitting on the table. <laughs> and that's why your Bible says, do good to them. That despitefully use you. Preach them, so despitefully mean that they didn't miss and hurt you. They premeditated your hurt. God says do good and pray for them. Lord God, wish for the great, because if they could have swinged you, imagine if they get filled with the Holy Ghost, how many unbelievers they could swing to the kingdom of God. Are you hear what I'm saying? This is how we mature when we can identify the devil. Many of us, we are stuck because we're mad at individuals and not mad at the devil and don't realize that we're exposing our immaturity. You mad at the transgender. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You mad at the home? Are you mad at them? They need Jesus. You mad at these people who are deviant? Don't get mad at them. Get mad at the devil. You rebuke the devil and you speak to the sea. Watch this. There are some homosexuals that need to be loved on. Well, that was the weakest amen I get all day. That was so tin. I mean, that was a tin amen. Y'all even didn't pronounce the two syllables just now. But the true, the mature saint has the ability to differentiate between the person and the demon. Let me show you the text and now I'm done. The text says that Paul was able to identify that there was a spirit operating in the girl. He never got mad at the girl. Do you see it in the text? Acts chapter 16, verse number 16 is right there. Watch it. Clap on. Ping. 
And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by suit, saying, go to the next verse. And the verse says, the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Watch verse 18. Here is it. And this did she many days, but Paul being mad. That's what the word grieve means. But he was not mad at the girl. What does the text say? To who? You are turning and saying to people while the spirit is going free. Paul turned and spoke to the spirit. God, I pray that our spiritual eyes be open. Now watch this. Many of you call in spirit that ain't spirit. Or that person got a demon. No, you're the one whose eyes are clouded. Not because someone don't like you mean that they got a demon. They could be discerning the demon in you. So you are not fit to discern anybody if you are not in the place of prayer. The Bible says, as Paul, verse 16, as Paul was going to prayer, you don't pray enough to discern demons. Now, this is serious now. I don't want y'all to miss this now. I don't want y'all clowning to miss this. That there are many of you who talk about you got the gift of discernment and you can see the devil. You don't pray enough to talk about no devil. You are not qualified to cast out devils because you have no prayer life. And I found out that more often than not, the first demon that you got to cast out is usually in you. Don't touch mine while you're protecting yours. I feel like I need to preach one nice flowery message before they, the man out. I've been around a lot recently. But it's time to mature, eh? So, so, so you need to mature to the place, beloved, where you can decipher, and this happens through prayer. The last scripture I can give you all today, I promise, is in James something. Is it James? He says, submitting yourself. I think it's James. Four and seven. James James 4 and 7 says this. I promise you it'll say this. Here's what it says. It says, Stop. Go again. Which one do you do first? So why you cast the devil out first? If you ain't submitted to God, don't fool with no demon. You can get shame. Submitted is a posture of prayer and humility and brokenness before God. If you ain't submitted to God, you better leave that demon alone. See him and walk the next way. Because you're about to be embarrassed. And there are a lot of people who are so arrogant, who don't have no prayer life, who are not submitted to God and round here casting out devil. Now, don't you miss this now. Demons is cast out demons. Yes, they do. They swap. And so don't believe all these demons who come and I was sent by Paula. Sorry if your name is Paula. And doing these theatrics in church, what is your name? My name is Maraksha. Who sent you? Her husband. Sweetheart, send me. And we watching this nonsense. I command you, come out! Roar! And they come out. The person fall down. They say, boy, that's a mighty vessel of God. 
And a lot of these things that entertain us is demon, is demon, demonic activity, demon playing with demon, telling this one to go and that one to move. I told them, Lord, I got to stop. Darling, I got to stop. That a lot of times, glory to God, the devil have this wonderful scheme working and says, all right, this is what you can do. You can move from this one and move to that one. And when you move over there, that one will fall down and then move over here and this and that. And this big performance going on. And we're saying that's a mighty ministry to cast out devils. And the devil just play with your mind and you opening up your spirit and you watching all this. And the more you watch it, the more open you become and you leave they're full of demons because you've been part of this whole witchcraft operation that's going on because you are not submitted to God. Someone came to me one time said they want to join this church, but they were nobody's castle demon. And my man has said, if you join, I will have to. You're gonna make me have to learn. Y'all getting what I'm saying? But we, and the church today is so fleshy, so lacking depth. So we see performance and see different African dialects and all kind of nonsense. And we leave in the go there, and you was in a church where it's giving you strong words so you can mature. But you're going where they get fluff and games and activities and all kind of demons bouncing around. And don't realize the reason you up at night, that ain't prayer, that's warfare, that's demonic activity in your life. You can't sleep. And the devil mad at you. No, the devil in you. And we got to expose it because it's taking over the body of Christ. Manipulation. So he says, you, if you are going to mature, beloved, you're going to have to submit to God. Paul, those were on their way to prayer. And it was the fact that they were on their way to prayer that he was able to discern this is not of God. This is not of God. The enemy, beloved, has too many of us fighting one another and don't realize that it is the plot of the enemy to turn you against your neighbor. Who is it that you've been missing that needs to be in the kingdom, but you missed them? In your life, on your job, in your family, that you have been missing because you haven't been submitted to God. We are going to mature. We have to stop judging people and start judging spirits. And you cannot judge spirits if you don't have a prayer life. You need to grow in God mature in the things of God for this level that we've been called to. Lord God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus for a people that would submit themselves to you. Humble themselves before you. Humble themselves before you. Humble themselves before you. They'll be able to discern the movements and the machinations of the devil. Open our eyes, God, that we would see the wind and that we would stop rebuking the sea. Help us, Father. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 
601-501-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.